Do you know that your mindset is a habit? Your sense of personal power is a habit. The quality of your relationships is an outcome of your interpersonal habits. Your net worth is based on your money habits. Your business success is built on your entrepreneurial habits. Your ability to create everything you desire is directly related to your habits. So I'm glad you're here right now listening to the Max Potential Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Barrientes, the founder of NFA Coaching, and every week I'll bring you tips, tools, and inspirational interviews that will help you learn how to cultivate strategic habits that will set you up to be a NFA habits master so you can create the life and business of your dreams on your terms. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome for the first time to the Max Potential Habits podcast. I am smiling so big today because we have on an incredible guest. I just had the privilege and honor of getting to do a podcast for his podcast, which is called the Thrive Tribe Podcast. Check it out. It's awesome. And we had a really great conversation getting to know each other. We met on Instagram and this is Charles Clark. He is the founder of Charles Clark International. He is a, an international speaker, author, and Thrive Coach. He has a really incredible history that you're all gonna wanna hear, uh, a story of massive transformation, losing his identity, reshaping his identity, and really teaching other people how to thrive. He has a ton of great content. You're gonna love this episode, so make sure you stick around for, for the whole thing because there are gems of wisdom sprinkled yeah. all throughout. So let's welcome Charles on to the show today. Hey, What's Charles. up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh man, thank you for having me on your show. You are so welcome. It's an honor for you to be here. I'm, I'm psyched for our listeners. They're going to get a lot out of this. So tell yeah. us first, I know you have a really incredible history. So tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, I was a world-class athlete. I've, I've ran track my entire life, 18 plus years dedicated to the game. And to really give you a, a, a glimpse of my life, um, that's all I knew. Uh, I was sixth fastest man in the world. And I ran at F FSU, um, was a couple of time national champions. Um, and my senior year, I tore my quad completely. And the doctors, they told me, well, Charles, you will never be able to run as fast as you did. Uh, you completely torn your, your quad muscle. And to, to really show you where I was at in that, in that time of my life, I hit rock bottom. Uh, I, I was living back at home with my mom after college. And, you know, you talk about from being one of the best athletes in the world to not being able to stand on your own two feet. Mm -hmm. That wrecks your identity. I mean, it wrecked mine. And I think... Um, a lot of times we put our identity in the wrong places that, that allow us to get to that point. And as for me, I realized that. And just going through that, that rock bottom moment to where I am now, it, it made me realize that in that process of healing, in that process of finding gratitude for my situation, that we have so much purpose, that we have a purpose that is unlimited and not no one can take that away from you. Not even if you hit rock bottom, not even, you know, if the world can't see your value, not, not even if 
if people talked about you or, you know, you talk bad about yourself. Like we have so much value and no matter what happens to us, it can never be taken away. And the moment we start to activate that, that's when we are living in purpose. That's when we start to connect with the essence of who we are. And I realized all of that and it happened with a high school teenager. And I was, I finished the speech and she came up to me with tears dripping down her face. And she said to me, listen, Charles, what you said on that stage, it changed my life Mm -hmm. because I felt like killing myself today, but you make me want to live my dream and now I'm going to do it. And at a time in my life where I'm, I'm living at home, my mom, (laughs) I'm borrowing her car to take girls out on dates and stuff. (laughs) She, she saw value in me. She, she saw that, that I could do something to help her with her situation. And from then on, it became this, this, this way of living to live bigger than me, Mm. to live for someone else, to do things outside of what my needs are. You see, because I was trying to win a gold medal. I thought in order for me to be respected and appreciated was for me to do that. But that teenage girl, she showed me that it was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And when we choose to make, this. yeah. <laughs> I love and, this. My, my eyes are filling up with tears in it. And what it is, is this feeling of connection with other people through your story. Yeah. Your willingness to share your story helps save someone else. Yeah. Like yeah. that's powerful. And we all have the capacity to do that. Yeah. Amanda. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I interrupted you. You can keep going. No, no. I just had to share please, that interject it's all the so time. Powerful yeah. to, I, I, I have people say this to me a lot though. They're like, wow, thank you for sharing. Cause I'm very revealed. I tell people all of my downfalls and my fears and, and you know, they're like, I think sometimes they're surprised and I just go, here's the thing. If I don't share with you, then it means that you're not going to, you're going to hide your story Mm -hmm. and you're going to, sometimes we feel shame and and we don't want to share it because we feel like it might be embarrassing or we might feel ashamed of it. But the truth is everyone wants to connect on that human level. Right. You reveal yourself. It gives other people the permission to reveal themselves and have a place to connect. So it's like going and sharing that story allowed her to feel really, I think to drop into her heart, it sounds like, and realize yeah. like, there's something more than what I've been focusing on, which is my misery. Yeah. It's, it's something bigger than me out there that can fulfill me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, she made me see that it was bigger than me, but she almost also made me realize that I can no longer be ashamed of where I am. Yeah. I need to be able to accept where I am right now, because if I can impact somebody in my struggle, Imagine what I can do in my success. Uh, Imagine uh, what people can do in their, in, in their struggle. Like you just got to embrace your situation right where you're at. And you could be at rock bottom and you can change someone. You know, there's, there's people out there that are living out on the street and they're homeless, yet they can find and say something to you that can change <laughs> your life in a radical way. Yeah. And, and most people, they're living life deactivated. They're living life like this is the end. But if, 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 if a bum on the street could, could change someone's life, what can you do? And we got to live in a way where we choose to make other people first and making ourselves second. Because in reality, we're still going to win. I love this. You know, it's interesting because I, one of my pillars is personal power, like you and I talked about on your show. And in yeah. that personal power, it's accessing your gifts to serve the world. 
-hmm. And so it's this night, it's this integration and intersection of, you know, I think sometimes people get freaked out by thinking, oh, it's, you know, if what, if I focus overly focus on myself, I'm selfish. But the truth is when you focus on empowering yourself, it gives you the expansive quality of being able to make an impact in other people's lives because it's actually really narcissistic to be wallowing in your misery because you're hyper-focused on yourself in a really right. selfish way. Yeah, ego. You're only focused on your own misery instead of thinking about how you can serve other people. And when you shift it to going, how can I serve other people? That's yeah. when you create value in the world and it's yeah. your whole reality at the same time. Mm-hmm. Influence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so that's so amazing. Okay, so so go. I want to go a little deeper here. So when you were in that moment, I, I'm reading a little bit in your bio about you know when you're in that moment, you've slipped into a kind of a depressive state. Tell us yeah. a little bit about how you felt because I know I was an athlete. I never did college sports, but I've always been an athlete. And even when I was training for a marathon, I I trained all summer, hours and hours into it, and then the week before I hurt my ankle to the point where I could not run the marathon. And even that alone, that I, <laughs> that was like so devastating. So I know for athletes, all any of you out there who are listening for athletes, maybe professional athletes or world-class athletes, or even when you've spent a lot of time dedicated to something and then something occurred where it blocked you from being able to make it happen. And that identity shift moment, tell us about that for you, what, you know, yeah. how you felt and, and what you started to do to overcome. Well, well, here's what I want athletes to know professional athletes, high school athletes, middle school athletes, I need you to know that you pursuing a goal, it will never define you. Mm. That's what I need you to know. And you can try chasing it all you want. You can, and you arrive to that point and it will not fulfill you. But the more you start to look inwardly to find your happiness, the more you can be appreciative of, of life, of, of, the now you can move to this abundance. And so like when I think about that time in my life where life wrecked and I let it wreck because I let this, this idea of arrival uh, define who I was. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was, when it was gone, I no longer had worth because I couldn't mm. reach that, right? And so, so many people live life in that way where they're defined by an arrival point. And that's why I'm telling you, your purpose in life, your self-worth in life will never be defined by a moment. It will be defined by already who you are, who God says you are. And I, for me, I didn't do that. I was trying to let life, I was trying to let this arrival point define me. And so I hit rock bottom. That's why wow. people- Okay, this is so powerful, everyone. I want everyone to stop what you're doing and write these down. This is gems <laughs> of wisdom. So I'm thinking, you know, so I wrote some down. You said pursuing a goal will never define you. This is very powerful because, mm-hmm. and even, you know, even in my coaching, it's like we talk about goals and we do 90 day planning and all those things. And so there's something about having a framework for seeking and, and, and taking action in, in a direction that you want to pursue, there's a difference between that and letting it define you. Mm-hmm. you know, so it's like it's interesting to kind of have both of those worlds going on at the same time where you go, okay, I have got these goals and I've got these visions, but I still want to do it, yeah. Right, but that doesn't define you. So I think that's right. a very critical 
point that you're making. And then, you know, the idea of a rival defined you, that's so powerful too. You know, you think it, it's about the journey. It's about mm -hmm. the learning. It's about what you get to experience, who you get to meet and how you act along yeah. the journey Yeah, there. It's not, okay, once I get to that point, then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel successful. Then I'll be nice to people. Then I'll yeah. have time for my family. Right. It's yeah. a, the whole thing is a journey and it's all right. a learning process. So I, I love that you pointed those out and then and, you said and, the purpose is never defined by a moment. So these are really great, everyone. I mean, yeah. if you're, if you're listening right now, I want you to take a screenshot and, you know, add our hashtags to it. I know you're on Instagram. So the, it's the Charles Clark. Mm -hmm. So hashtag the Charles Clark and hashtag NFA coaching and, and say, you know, share with us how you feel about these these statements that, that Charles is making just even pursuing a goal will never define you. That's yeah. powerful. That's a very powerful statement and a very, a, a paradigm shift in the way we think about goals. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for sharing that. Had to point that out. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and just to add to that, what is so critical for our, our journey is gratitude mm -hmm. because that gratitude will change your attitude that gratitude will open up doors that you never even expected to happen. And for me being at that moment in my life, I know we want to get to, you know, the other good stuff, but for me being at that moment in my life, I had so much shame in where I was. I had, I had so much brokenness. I had so much uh, disappointment. And you know what I did? I said, they're the reason why I'm a failure. I can't believe this happened to me. Have you, have we, have we ever done that? <laughs> or we, we just lived in this shame. We just lived in this, this ego inflated truth and we stay there. And what changed me to this thriving mode that I'm in is the gratitude. I started to be thankful for the injury. I started to be thankful for the breakups. I started to be thankful for the coach that gave up on me because honestly, if they never did, if that situation never happened, I would never be on this podcast right now. I would never be in Tampa, like living my dream. So sometimes you need to be broken to be built. Oh, oh, these are good. This is awesome. Yes. So true. That shame piece. I, I love what you're saying. So and I'm, I'm wanting to write all these down. So broken to build, need to be broken to be built. That's powerful. And, and, I think what you're, what I hear you saying that, that I want the listeners to take away is this idea that when you're facing a challenge, instead of blaming everyone around you, if you can really shift your perspective to going, what are the lessons I need to learn here? How can I use this to help myself grow and then share that with the world? It completely yeah. changes your ability to to be powerful within yourself. You know, I really think about it as the, you know, I call it the NFA mindset. And part of the NFA mindset is radical responsibility, which means you can't blame other people for your ownership. Yeah. yeah. You can't blame other people. Otherwise you lose all your power. If you yeah. blame everyone else, how are you going to change them? The only power yeah. you have is to change your own thoughts, decisions, and actions. And so exactly. in yeah. order to progress, you got to have powerful ownership. I call it radical responsibility and it's part of the NFA mindset. So you and I are yeah. so aligned. I love it. Yeah. That's so good. I, I, can I elaborate? I don't know how much time we got on this podcast. Yeah, go for it. Go but, for it. Um, we, we didn't say it. Talk about this. <laughs> you know? I, I tell people, I tried to time it, which I forgot to set the timer when we started, but 
I used to do life history interviews with incarcerated men and I would do four hour interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so every once in a while I'm like, I could probably do a four hour podcast. <laughs> Just handle it, but I can do yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to sell that as a course. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, I, I do this thing called Thrive Experiences, and uh, I did one three weeks ago. And the thing that we all need to do, if if we ever want to have our breakthrough moment, right? If we ever want to experience something radical, if we ever want to get to this aha, is we have to accept the best truth. And there's three truths that we can accept. We can accept the irrational truth, and the irrational truth is the ego-inflated truth. It comes in the form of blame, uh, pride, and then there's this reasonable truth, and the reasonable truth is the one that makes sense for one to believe, but it robs you of hope for your future. Mm-hmm. And then there's the truth that we all want to get to, which is the developmental truth, and that truth is the one that sets you free. That truth is the one that matures you and allows you to to reach your becoming. And for so long, I've been living in that irrational and reasonable truth. And the moment I said, I'm responsible for this injury, I'm responsible for the things that happened in my life, and I'm going to take ownership with that, I move from shame, pain, to purpose, to impact, mm-hmm. right? So if you're listening out there, and, and you've been blaming somebody else for what happened to your life. The more you do that, the more you are going to lose control of what happens next. So I need you to take ownership today. Mm-hmm. I need you to say that I'm responsible. I need you to say that it's on me. They had no control over the situation. And I know you might have some you know, horrific event that happened in your life, but so what? Take ownership right now because you don't want that thing to define the rest of your life. Yes. Yes. I love this. Thank you. This is so powerful and so resonant with my experience of transforming out of all the stuck places that I've been in my life and the way that I help people do that as well. It's that it's really the first critical step is the willingness to do the work and the recognition that you can change your life from today Mm -hmm. forward. And then that's not to negate that bad things happen to people all the time. It's your perspective about it. It's what matters. And what you highlighted is really important is that don't let it define you. Don't Mm -hmm. let it become your life story. Don't let it shape everything from here on out. Don't let it create who you attract to you in the future to keep waking up to the lesson. Because really Mm -hmm. I look at divine purpose being to help your soul expand to its highest potential. And in Mm -hmm. order to do that, you can't be blaming other people for everything. And you've got to realize that every single thing that comes your way is, is meant for your spiritual evolution is how I believe it. So I go, everything you're drawing to you is helping you wake up to your inner genius. You're becoming your calling to your yeah. becoming to your thriving, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So if you if you look at it and you keep going, you know, screw you, universe. I don't want that lesson. I don't want that lesson. I don't want that lesson. Yeah. You're gonna get even more of it because mm-hmm. you're blind to the yeah. lesson. So how yeah. can you look at those as opportunities for growth? That's good. It's it's ah uh, yes. Uh, I want to interview you all day. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell us. Um, when did you step into your current position? So you're, you're a coach, an author, a speaker. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you started that pretty quickly when you were doing the, the speech for the high schoolers. And that started to shape you into knowing. Is that how that unfolded? Yeah, so 
you know, I had the injury a, a few years ago when I was living at home with my mom. So 2011, I moved back home with my mom. Okay. Injury happened 2010. Um, and let's just process, give your mom a high five real quick. Come yeah. on, mom's holding it down because I was living rent free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've recently retired from track and field. So I retired three years ago. So the same time as your story, uh, which is crazy. Uh, and been doing this full time and loving every single moment of it. That's awesome. Wow. So was it for you, like, what made you go that direction? Like, what made you say, I'm going to go from track and field to being a coach and a speaker and an author? Yeah. So life will, life will teach you. Life will really teach you sometimes if you're willing to listen. Awareness is key. Yeah. And I had to be aware of the life assignment that what I was headed towards next. And so we all have life assignments. Life assignments are that thing that's so original to you that you are the only person who's called to do it. Mm -hmm. And by you honoring that, you step into, it's like the video game. You got to complete a mission to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was just completing little missions in my life. So the mission I had in life for one was USA track and field athlete, you know, that mission expired. Well, the mission tra transcended to where I am now, right? And so I need people to understand, just a little nugget here, that sometimes you're called to fail. Sometimes you're, you're called to just experience something so that it can take you to the next moment. So during that transition period of completing that life assignment, I started a nonprofit. Um, that nonprofit impacted over 40,000 students in a span of three years in my time at Virginia Beach. And then companies started to ask me to speak. <laughs> they were like, oh, yo, we, we need to hear you. We, we need to bring you in on our, in our organization. Our people need to hear what it's like to be a winner. Our people need to hear like what it took you to get to that point. Now, mind you, I was living at home with my mom. They didn't know all that. <laughs> but they still saw me as a winner because I was still doing the things that winners do. Yeah. Persevere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and in that perseverance... It, it brought me to Tampa, Florida. I literally pointed at a map and I just felt called to be in Tampa. Huh. I, I said to myself, uh, I'm going to find my wife here. I'm going to start my business here. And all those things are just like thriving. I'm just so excited and really just being present with the now and thankful for the now and honoring those life assignments. So the life assignments really got me to where I am. Okay. Wow. So, so it's, I love this. I love metaphors like that. And, or, or, you know, the way that we piece together our journey and life assignments to me sounds like these critical pivotal moments in your life, or even it actually, you know, you being an athlete for the first, what you said, 24 years of your life. Well, 18 plus years. Yes. Okay. 18 mm -hmm. plus years. It's like you're on this trajectory and that was your life assignment during that time. You probably dedicated a lot of time, energy, money, yeah. and all of everything to it. And then the next journey and evolution of yourself is like the next life assignment. And it gives you all of these clues and skills and experiences right. And, and I have the same thing. I look back at like all of the different things I've done in my life and I'm like, wow, I, I was mm -hmm. perfectly packaged for this right. that I'm yeah. doing now. Yeah. You know? And had you not did those things. Yeah. 
Yes. You wouldn't be prepared for this moment. No, right? <laughs> and, and so whenever I, I step out of this space of, of like, I'm not trusting, you know, I call God the grand organized design. So the grand organized design, the, the intelligence of the universe is this idea that every single thing is happening for my maximum evolution of my spirit. And yeah. so every little life assignment that I'm getting is shaping me for that. Yeah. And so whenever I... I don't, when I get in a place of fear, it's because I'm not trusting that everything is perfect as it is. Yeah, that's good. You know, and it's, and so whenever I can just step back and go, no, trust the universe. This is perfect as it is right now. It all mm -hmm. shifts and it usually gets easier a lot faster. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Um, oh, this is so great. Okay. So Tell us, I'm trying to think, oh, tell us about your, your latest, um, I know you're big on your Thrive Planner right now, so I want to hear about that. Yeah, so the Thrive Planner is a 90-day planner designed to move one big goal towards the finish line. And I designed it to be one big goal because I know how chaotic life can be. And when we try to just put everything in one spot, it's overwhelming. And, and I, wanted, I wanted the Thrive Planner to be like our sanctuary. Like I come here for one thing mm -hmm. and when I come here, I'm going to execute, you know, it's a good things done planner. It's not a coloring book. So, you know, if you're looking to doodle and all that, this is not, this is not your type of planner, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to move that big goal towards the finish line, this planner is for you. And, um, it's, it's been the thing that allowed me to be in a position where I am now traveling around the world, doing what I love, impacting tens of thousands of lives each year. And I realized when I made that transition with track and field to running my own business, it's funny, right? You, I went from running to running my own business. Yeah. And I couldn't keep up with the fast pace of, <laughs> of the clients and, you know, uh, yeah. the, the processes and all those things. I couldn't keep up. And I realized in that, I said, my talent will never shine if I don't plan for it. And so many people, they're, they're, they're letting their talent try to override their, their responsibility to plan, but it will never work. Mm -hmm. You got to plan because if you're working without a plan, you're planning to fail. And so I created this 90 day planner to help people get organized, have clarity, confidence, and move that big goal towards the finish line. I love this. This is so up my alley. Come on. <laughs> I do 90 day plans with my clients and I like what you, I like how for you, it's a one goal to the finish line. And I think you're right. We take on too much, especially as high achievers and high performers. I think about athletes and entrepreneurs, similar folks, you know, it's like, yeah. you got to work hard toward a goal. You got to be able to vision. You got to have a tough mindset. You've got to do whatever it takes. You got to be able to offset pleasure in the moment for long-term gain. All yeah. those things are similar disciplines, but there's this interesting thing how let's say in coach in uh, athletics, you have a coach and they guide you along a path and your goal is very clear, mm -hmm. right? But in business, we often don't take the time to do the same strategic planning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and disciplined actions set you free. So uh -huh. I, I have all my clients journal. It's a requirement and, yeah. and do a plan. And so I love this idea. I can't wait. I'm buying it today. It's yeah. amazing. So brilliant. Where would people find it if they want to buy it? Yeah. So all you have to do is go to the thrive planner.com, the thrive t-h-r-i-v planner 
com. And right now we're just doing a special 40% off. Um, and you can get that planner shipped to you for only $27. So that looks um, amazing. I'm looking at it online. Oh, and I want it. You said T H R I V. Don't forget the E. The yeah. Thrive. So the word Thrive Planner.com. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing. Um, everyone check it out. It, it, I absolutely know that one of the things I attribute to being able to be a single mom in grad school and get a PhD and do research and build a company, which is awesome. Time, <laughs> it's all due to my planning. So this is essential. And he has created this incredible planner so that you can have a strategic approach to doing it. So check it out. It looks amazing. The thriveplanner.com. I'll put the links in the show notes. Um, so tell us yeah. what are the top three max potential habits that you think got you where you are today? Ooh. The top three? Yeah. Being 120% committed. Nice. Like, I think people commit when they know it's for sure. It's a for sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as, as soon as I have a vision and I understand and I have developed clarity for it, I'm 100% committed to it. 120% committed to it. And I, I think that is the zone of discomfort mm -hmm. being 120% committed. I'm, I'm literally throwing up, I'm throwing out plan. I'm throwing out plan B. I'm throwing out plan C, uh, all of the above. And I'm just going to focus on a, a is all I got. A is all I want. So if I want it, I'm going to get it. And so like, I I'm, I'm just so in love with being all in. And if you ever want to be successful, it's going to require you to accept the process. Success doesn't happen with you not being accepting to it. Success doesn't, again, it doesn't happen in that zone of comfort. You mm -hmm. have to be willing to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. Ah, yes. I want to yeah. give you like 15 high fives right now. <laughs> So true. I love the statement. Um, until you're committed, there's hesitancy, the chance to draw back always in effectiveness. Mm -hmm. And you also just incorporated to decide, which means to cut off. You're cutting off all the other options because you have committed to your decision that you're going to make it no matter what. Yeah. And you know what happens? The, you will realize one of the most remarkable gifts every creature on this planet has. And that is this innate resilience to feel uncomfortable in effort to achieve greatness. Yeah. That's 120% committed. Nice. I love it. Okay. Number two. Number two, what got me to where I am? I can't let go of gratitude. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's something that we talked about, but I got to reiterate it, you guys. Uh, had I not found gratitude, I would not be in a position. So me being thankful, you know, and it, okay, let me just back up for a minute. I'll take you to something more um, recent that happened in my life. So I, I did, and I did Toastmasters mm -hmm. um, and Toastmasters is a speaking uh, organization where you learn to clarify your message and be becoming the best leader. Right. And so I made it at nationals and I put the best speech on of my lifetime. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, I crushed it. Yeah. Woo. Like, right. I was flexing <laughs> on them. And so they end up calling the, the top three winners, uh, the, th the top three competitors. And they didn't call my name. And all the energy I felt of happiness, of like doing my best was all gone. I let the judges decide the outcome of my, of my uh -huh. happiness, right? That's not gratitude. 
And so I had to learn to, to look inside myself and say, did I do a good job? Yeah, Charles, you did a good job. Did you love that moment? Yeah, I really did love that moment. And when you start to do that in the simple things in life, I, you literally transform your mind. You have the right attitude to be in position for the next thing. So gratitude simply means thankfulness. It means joy. It means to delight. And you can't have gratitude if you're not thankful for your past, if you're not present in your now, and you're not looking forward to your future. So those are the three steps. I need you to be thankful for your past. And so I found gratitude in the things that happened to me, right? Present in my now. Oh man, look at the beautiful tree out there. Look at this moment right, right, right here that I have right now. Look at the crowd, a sold out crowd. Oh my gosh, this is amazing, right? And now I can look forward to my future. Love it. That's awesome. I, I love that because, and, and gratitude to me is a daily practice as well. And when you get to be grateful, I think one thing I really want to highlight for listeners is I think what people struggle with the most is the gratitude in the past. So being grateful for those experiences you had in the past that we perceive of as being ones that we would wish we could let go of instead mm -hmm. of wanting right. to let them go, realizing you're grateful that they got you where you are today. Right. Uh, so I love that you focus on that. Okay. That is, that's incredible wisdom that you're passing on to everybody. Thank you. Number three, yes. what would you say is number three? The number three uh, thing that I would say got me to where I am now is the vision, mm. you know, but not just stopping at the vision, but turning it into a, a attainable goal. And if we fail at staying with the vision and not, turning it into an attainable goal, we won't reach it. And so the vision, I look at this as in your head. And a, and a vision in your head is as good as dead. But when you start to write it out, <laughs> that's awesome. It, 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 it really activates something in your brain, right? Writing out something, you are more likely to be successful in it, right? So I had to literally, all the visions, all, and honor your little visions. Those little things, a little, those little ideas that pop up in your head, just start to write it out. Because you will realize that those little pieces that I got in the shower, on the toilet, when I was in the car, it all came together. It all came together. And had I not honored those little visions I had, I would not create this Thrive Planner. I would not have the business that I have now, right? So for the listeners out there, I need you to write out that vision that you see in your mind. I need you to write out that vision that no one can see, right? And that was the thing that, that really catapulted me into, you know, being, <laughs> being someone who has a planner, right? Uh, being someone who, who can travel around the world and, and, and gets paid, you know, uh, uh, great money speaking. And I, I give it all to the vision and the vision comes from God for me. And I just got to honor him in that, in that gift he gave me. Beautiful. Wow. I, it has been pure joy to have you on. You know, it's so interesting when every person that I bring on has a different message, of course, because it's designed from their own unique history. And I, I love that. 
I appreciate and value and am grateful that people are willing to come on and share their wealth of knowledge with other people for free. You yeah. know, there's this cool thing. And, and you and I talked about this a little bit after or pre-show about podcasts and how valuable they are in terms of bringing together a wealth of knowledge and a community to your tribe of people who resonate with your message. And then whoever I get to bring on, I get to learn from you. You get to learn from me. We create mm -hmm. this connection mm -hmm. and then other people get to learn and grow and it's free and it's learning on the go. And it's just like, you just, to me, if people listen to this episode five times, you've got a, a, a plan to succeed in your life and business. So yeah. listen to this, write it down. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so um, much. So I didn't ask, I just want to make sure. So people have access to your Thrive Map. Are there other ways that you would want people to connect with you? To your yeah. Thrive Planner. I call it yeah. the Thrive Map, the, the Thrive Planner. <laughs> I am mapping my way out to it. There we That's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Thrive Roadmap. So it's so funny. You and I oh, have so cool. many similar. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Looking for yeah. more collaboration. So That's right. You, you guys can find me on Instagram, the Charles Clark, and I'd be more than happy to connect with you. Feel free to slide in my DM, ask me some questions. I love to turn those questions into videos and be able to be helpful to help you thrive. Great. Okay. And you know, uh, my, my sign up is always, I'm going to say goodbye to everyone now. Thanks Charles for being here. It was a great honor yeah. and joy and privilege. And I hope that you all have a NFA day where you thrive and feel alive. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you're liking this podcast, help spread the word by subscribing, sharing, leaving a rating and a review. To connect, go to nfacoaching.com where you can join the Max Potential Habits community and get access to all of my free and paid resources. There's daily inspiration on Instagram, IGTV videos, access to the Max Potential Habits LinkedIn group, and links for working with me in the live weekly Max Potential Habits online group training, the NFA Money Magnet Habits online course, and if you're really serious about taking it to the next level, you can also schedule a Max Potential coaching consult. Until next time, I hope you have a NFA day where you thrive and feel alive.